You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 443. In this special series called Six Figure Breakthrough Series, my clients share how they reached six figures in their online business. In this episode, I talked to Agnieszka Kokowska, who created her first online course with Sompa in 2017. Today, she's a serial entrepreneur, author, and a role model for mothers who want more. Today, I speak with Agnieszka Kakowska. In 2017, she took a leap, invested in Samba, and created her first online course. In this episode, Agnieszka shares how she grew her business while raising three children and gradually hit the six-figure mark in her online business. If Agnieszka can do it, you can do it too. There is still time for you to participate in my free five-day training the ultimate business success path. This is a part of a month-long training I've been doing called Online Business Summer School, and we are in the final and most important week. So it's not too late for you to join. You can still participate in a live session and catch up on all the recordings, and it's all for free. So if you're serious about building your online business, this is your chance. Instead of being overwhelmed with lots of information, this is different. You're going to take action and you're going to walk away with results. So if this is what you want to do and make progress, then head on over to the show notes at signal.com forward slash 443 and secure your free spot for the free five-day course. So you were just telling me it's 38 degrees. Yeah, it's really, really hot here. So I just managed to push out the kids outside to go to the swimming pool. And I'm just just, just jumping right there after we finished. <laughs> I am wearing a sweater because it is oh. seven degrees plus. No way. My God. No, send some heat over. Send it. Give it to me. Give it to yeah. me. I'm pushing this excess to you. Like, yeah. really. Yeah. Heavily. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Agneska, you're here because you did uh, Samba Kickstart when actually we called it Samba Summer School yeah. in 2018. Yeah, the first round, yeah. First round, the very first round. And actually, you had been a part of my community before in 2017. And I need to give people a little backstory. I was really proud of my program, Samba that I created 2017. And I was creating this amazing content. And then what were people doing with it? Yeah, uh, about 10% were taking massive action. 10% were probably never gonna do anything with it. You know, they buy a program and then they hope magically they'll be millionaires without doing anything. And then yeah. there's an 80% in the middle that you really need to pay attention to as a coach, teacher, consultant, uh, trainer. And I was like, how do I get people to take action? So be honest, how much had you done from the time you joined Samba until <laughs> Samba Kickstart was there for you? Yeah, to be honest, uh, I did quite a lot, but I guess the reason why is because, you know, for Polish currency, the investment was four times, you know, more. So I was so determined to get, you know, every 
penny returned on the investment because you know my husband would would just like talk to death like to me so i guess that's why i've been in this 10 percent that took action but honestly i was like i was looking at, the, at those women that didn't take action and i was like you know how can you invest so much money and then just like sit around and do nothing like why why would you right it just happens all the time and it's a sad fact of uh online business or online courses that typically only 10 percent actually do something with them and i think it's our job those who run online programs to figure out how do we get people to actually do the work and i was so frustrated yeah, uh, in 2018 i was like i gotta wake up these women i gotta say women we do have a few men but i was like in the spring they were all going on break until september and i was like no the summer is the time to do something in your business yeah. so that in the fall you actually are ready to make sales so then i created sampa summer school which is now sampa kickstart and you participated in the first one what did you do yeah, I did a course, a macrame course. That's what I do. I'm like a handmade artist who shares this knowledge to the world. And I created an online course based on macrame. Before I created the crochet course, so I knew that I need more of them. And in Kickstart, I, I created this macrame course. And that was a huge success because, you know, previous courses without a Kickstart process, I've done them in, you know, three months. And that was really a hard work. And then suddenly 10 weeks, boom, another course is ready. And I'm selling that till this day. Like that's my main source of income, right? So that's amazing. Wow, thing that's amazing. So you created a course in 2018 and you're still selling it in 2021. Exactly. And to be honest, that was the first kickstart when I joined and the course is being sold like all the time. Now it's kind of an evergreen. That's an offer that we don't launch. It's just on our offer. You know, it's whole year round, especially in pandemic time that people just want to, you know, do something with their hands and just chill out, not look into the computer. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, during those years, like I knew what's the power of kickstart after the first round, I joined another round and another one and another. And this way I've built the whole portfolio of courses that actually now lead to my, you know, signature course. And there are starting points on every level, automated, low price, high price. You know, people are coming from different points through those courses. So for me, Kickstart is the best way to build the course and build the whole portfolio in your business. Yeah. Well, you touched on a point that some people think is weird. Why do you repeat Kickstart? Why do you do a course that you've already done? Yeah, that's a that's an awesome question because after the first round of, of Kickstart, I was so at myself because obviously I wanted to outsmart the system, right? You've been giving us, you know, proper advice. Like this week you do this, this week you do that. And the process is brilliant. But obviously as an entrepreneur, you want to be smarter than everybody, right? So I was like, oh, maybe I'll tweak it this way and I'll tweak it that way. And then at the end, I was like, in every way where I tried to outsmart the system, I failed. And I was like, okay, you can experiment, but you know that the process is better. Like she knows her stuff, right? Just follow the process. And next year, obviously I wanted to try it out, do it like every step of the way as it should be done. And obviously the second course was way better. The upsell was way higher. I had more uh, people signing up. 
And then the third one, when, you know, I totally knew the process, but I also draw this energy of the whole group doing the same thing at the same time. So I was kind of clearing the whole calendar for the third round because I know there's there should be no distractions, just the kickstart. And then it was even better. And, you know, fourth time, uh, it was because I joined because I was a mentor, like helping others to go through this process. And for me, that was this whole circle of, you know, being a student, like, you know, lazy student, being an, an really like decent student and then being this, you know, excellent student and then kind of graduating to a person that is actually helping other students like a tutor. And for me, that was really amazing experience. And I'm doing the kickstart this way, uh, this, uh, this round again, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so just to clarify to someone who's like, why do you do it so many times? It's not because you don't know how to do it. Yeah. It's because you're doing it with the community, you're getting the support and, you know, it's basically this collaboration. Uh, yeah. everyone, everyone doing the same thing at the same time. Yeah, there's this magical energy of people supporting each other. And, you know, whenever you have a question, even when you kind of are the person that knows the answers by listening to those questions, you kind of remind yourself like, oh, I forgot this detail. Yeah, I, I totally forgot to do that, even though I know that. And, you know, at the beginning, it's really easy to follow the process because you've got those clear steps. But then when you're more experienced, it's all about, you know, you, you, you know what to do, but sometimes you just get lazy. You get into this, you know, I'm such a, you know, uh, mentor, like this mentor mode, like yeah. I know everything. And then you, you know, forget about the, the Facebook changes, like there could be a up with the, you know, uh, Facebook ads or something. You have to upgrade your knowledge all the time. And by being within, like soaked in this community that everybody's doing this process with you, there's this buzz, there's this ex excitement, there's this helping each other and like motivating it up each other. And I really love that. It's, it's the only community I have that feels like family. Like when you mess up, somebody will tell you like, oh, that wasn't a good job. And <laughs> you need that honesty to grow. Yeah. Yeah. So you grew your business from you, you went from no online business to six figures. You didn't do it in one year. We've been talking to several yeah. people who did it very fast. You took, uh, you know, took some time. You were uh, having children and you decided not to take the fast path, but the slow and steady. What do you call it? when the it's the yeah, slow two and steady. animals, two animals yeah. are, are competing. And then at the end, actually, the slow animal also wins. Yeah, slow and slow and steady wins the race. I even have it on my mood board. You know, it, it was because of children. And, uh, you know, I worked as an architect. I actually owned my own studio. As you can imagine, you, you know, you've got this education, so you know how difficult it is to, you know, handle all that, right? And that's a lot of things happening at the same time. And when I became mom, it was constant, you know, choosing. Either I'm a professional or I'm a mom. Either I'm at home or I'm at work. And, and that was always this, you know, stupid choice that you have to be either or. So I, you know, kind of closed that, like slowed down. And I was really frustrated that I, like my ambitions really suffered when I was like doing those dinners and cleaning the floors all the time. Like I, I was getting crazy with this entrepreneurial like mind. And when I started building this online business, I promised myself that that's my, um, that's my way of having it both. 
like having the family, but also having this, you know, ambition, career, like impact. This, those are the, the things that are really, the, I, I get goosebumps when I think about it, that I can impact other people, like inspire other people. And I always thought it's either or, and you showed me that it's not either or, it's both. You can have it both. You can have like big way, both. Um, yeah, and that was the reason I took it really slow. So I was always building like really steadily uh, at the beginning. Those were, you know, evenings, uh, times where kids having a nap or something. And every mom knows how hard it is to push yourself to do something in front of computer when you're like dog tired and you really want to go to sleep. But I promised myself that it's either or I would, either I'll build my, you know, success on my own terms and my own definition of success or I will be always trapped in this, you know, male dominated, uh, you know, uh, architectural world where I always had to prove that I'm double smart, I'm double good uh, in order to just, you know, enter the seat by the table, right? And I said, no, I'm creating the success on my own terms, based on my values, because I want to teach those three kids what it means to, you know, follow your dreams, like do what you love and be really like happy and smiley all the time. And I kind of think that I nailed it because of taking this approach slow and steady. I yeah. didn't burn out during the way. I really had the time to enjoy this process. You know, I know that we share those stories and it's really exciting when you hit this 100K. I actually yeah. did it like 2020, you know, this messed up uh, year where everything was crazy, like with the pandemic. I really hit it then. And for me, it was like, oh my God, I just did it. I remember how I watched those stories and it was so, you know, unreal. And I just did it. And I was like, it didn't really like hit me that much as the fact that I, I could afford a bigger flat because we want, you know, every room for every kid. That was the thing that really like hit me with the money, right? That was this, this reason to be happy. And, you know, for me, it really was this process along the way. I, I met so many amazing women, like in your community, you've got this amazing gift of attracting those women that really want to change the world. They, they, they treat money as a perfect tool to, you know, have an impact, to have this personal growth, to be a role model to their communities. And to me, this, this growth, you know, those four years, nearly five now, for me, it was an amazing experience where I met, you know, like a biz family here. Yeah. yeah. And I really feel that, you know, at the beginning, I was the student and I was like admiring those uh, successes stories, just like today, like I'm sharing mine. Yeah. And I kind of feel now it's like a first full circle when I share my story and I see those women that joined like Kickstart or other programs and I see what's coming for them. I'm just so excited for them because that was the best time of my life. Like this rapid growth mm -hmm. with this, you know, right to choose every, every minute, every step of this path, you, you, you just, you're hundred percent responsible for what you choose, what path you choose, what, which course you do, or you will take some, you know, rest and, you know, chill out. Yeah. That's so amazing that we have this, this choice as women, like we really can have this power. Yeah. We have a choice and we have a choice to do something about it. And especially around, uh, what frustrated me so much was also that women take a break in the summer. Yeah. Uh, I have not met a man that takes a break in the summer that yeah. has his own business. Like, I guess 
people would look very weird at me. I think it's totally okay to take holiday. Holiday is no problem, whether it's two weeks, yeah. four weeks or whatever. But this complete break from May to September, yeah, uh, this is what could be one of the reasons we're not achieving gender equality is that female entrepreneurs don't take their business seriously enough. And yes, you can have it both and that's what you did, but it doesn't mean that you just take a break. It means slow and steady, but slow and steady is not the same as taking a break. Exactly. And, you know, I see it in my communities, like in Poland, we have this two month holiday during the summer. And it's always that ladies are really concerned about how could I take this two month leave from job, even if that's just corporate job, that's not your like your business. They kind of feel responsible about, you know, taking care of all that like that you have to like figure out what to do with the kids like obviously you're not spending two months like sitting around on the beach and playing sun with them right you don't even want that and that's from me from a mom of three yeah. kids that i love them really really much and and you know and i see that they kind of feel that they have to do that and when we had this conversation with with my Jacek, and he was like yeah that's like normal And when we like rediscovered that we can like share it or I don't really want to have two months of holiday because I would get crazy how many books you can read, right? Like, like how long can you lay down on that beach, right? You, yeah. you get crazy there. And I realized that uh, thanks to Kickstart, uh, each year I had this buzz around the summer. Like everybody was chilling on the beach. Even my clients, they were doing my courses while having holidays. So, you know, this experience of being in my course was this nice memory from holidays because they were finally having this time, you know, always pushing the things for later and this, you know, holiday later comes and then you can finally do that. So they were like perfect clients having time and, you know, time to think about their growth and things like that. But also for me, that was uh, really creating this habit of not, you know, dropping out during the summer, not coming back uh, in September thinking like, oh my God, where did I leave those things? Like, yeah. do I have to start from scratch? Like I have to go back to, I don't know, January to, to I don't know, remember what I did. And now I have this amazing habit and, you know, it really helped me to build, build up the, this amazing project that we're just doing now. Each year we were doing the course and our community, like my clients, they really got used to something really special going on on summer. They were like planning yeah. holidays around it, right? Like asking when me. When is it happening? Tell me when yeah, it's when happening so I can exactly. plan a holiday around it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we can and achieve so much. We can achieve so much in this time and still take time off. And you can even take time off while you do this. It doesn't mean exactly. that you are on holiday 24-7. You can also take a holiday where you maybe work just, you know, one exactly. hour, two hours a day. And you can still make progress in your business. And that's, I guess, that's what frustrated me so much. It was on one hand, this idea that people were not taking advantage of the content I was creating. But yeah. also this feeling of like everyone goes on holiday. But exactly. You haven't just created a business around crocheting, your crocheting course, but you, you kind of have a multifaceted business. Can you quickly explain uh, how 
uh, diversified your businesses. Yeah, yeah, I'm really proud of this diversity. It saved my life during pandemic because uh, I started as this career of mine as an architect. And during this, you know, kids period, I kind of went back to all the things that led me to architecture, you, you know, drawing, painting, sculpting, all the handmade things that really like attracted me about this profession. Mm -hmm. And I niched it down to handmade interior design. So it started from, you know, selling those crushed poofs, crushed carpets, like really like fancy handmade uh, things that I couldn't find on the market when I was designing some project for myself or my kids or clients. But then I realized it's not scalable. I cannot like sit down and crochet and sell that shit for, you know, dozens of thousands of money. That's, that's really hard work to create such a brand, right? And I was like, no, I need something, something different. And along the way, I discovered that I really enjoyed the process of creation. And when I was trying to, you know, teach my clients how to do those poofs because I had no time to crush at them, I discovered that, yeah, I could actually teach people how to do that. And, you know, while doing that, I discovered this, you know, safe circle of women that just sit around and crochet and talk about their ambition, their, their you know, dreams, their frustrations about the kids and the society that pushes us to do things that we don't want to do. And all those things that, you know, can talk about and just normalize some, you know, talking about money and being empowered by money and things like that. And I said, oh my God, I just discovered this, you know, secret, you know, circle of of like women talk like yeah. ambitious really well educated women talk because we all kind of meet each other along this you know stop in our career while having kids right and that's the time where we crochet you know those carpets and then i said okay i need to take it further that's the moment when i found you i knew that uh, you know doing crocheting workshops like offline it's not scalable and you showed me that i could actually take it online and this way you know, I'm doing the same thing, but there's 100 people like on the Zoom call, like asking questions, being live there. So it's totally scalable. On the other hand, I could create courses. So I have, you know, online courses to teach people other handmade craft. When I started building a team that was also thanks to your push, I hired people and started cooperated with artists from different, you know, fields like, you know, painters, sculptors, I don't know, pottery makers. So we are creating workshops from that as well. So I'm not doing the workshops, but I'm kind of leading this whole community. But I also became this leader sharing the know-how, how to create such a course, how to, you know, lead those online workshops. When yeah. pandemic hit, all the artists were coming up to me like, how yeah. did you I want to do the same that they were really not thinking about it before the pandemic and then my you know like coaching like business coaching for handmade artists it really exploded and i started scaling i also started uh, serving corporate clients because during pandemic we were not you know having those uh, i don't know fruit fridays or you know uh, dancing around in some zumba classes because you know your employee uh, tells you we were actually losing those uh, corporate kitchens to talk with other people. We were stuck in, uh, you know, um, home office. So my workshops became this tool to bring people together in real, really big corporate world. Yeah. So that was another like shift in my mind. Yeah, I could really serve such a huge client. And, you know, the, 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 the money discrepancy be, be before and after was really like a huge leap. So yeah. I needed to grow the team. I needed to grow like mindset wise that, you know, everything is possible, like big companies just approach me and they tell me, yeah, you've got something we want. So for that, for me, it was, yeah, I just crush it. Right. <laughs> so yeah. you would be really amazed. And um, now 
at this point, I realized that uh, we really uh, need other people, like we crave human beings, especially after this time when we were stuck in front of computers. And I discovered what a power it is when we do those workshops live and I'm there and I'm like sharing this positivity, this positive energy, allow people to just, you know, pour out all those frustration while, you know, uh, coming back to the kids time when we were just here and now and doing something with our hands. And I discovered that there's this bigger message about it, about, you know, the values that uh, Handmade could bring, that you actually teach, you know, learn those crocheting skills via computer, but then you close the computer and you can like chill out, have this mind care, like breathe out, breathe in, slow down and, you know, cut off this online world during that tool. And that was the reason I, I finally stopped postponing. I wrote a book like while pandemic with three kids. Yeah. And you are now publishing your first book. Exactly. And, you know, uh, people got used to this, you know, kickstart every summer. So they were just waiting for something new to come. And that was the moment we said, actually, we opened up the campaign yesterday. And that was the moment we announced it like, okay, we don't have the budget to publish the book. But you know, that's just the logistics like money is just like, yeah, we will figure it out. And we figured it out by crowdfunding campaign. So we said, okay, we've got the book, we're going to print so many books, as you actually want it. So you can buy it. And you know, we close the campaign after the summer and then we print out all the books. And, you know, after, you know, we have, I don't know, 20 hours that just passed from yeah, yesterday, yeah. like opening, we yeah, already yeah. have over 35% of the, you know, the, the money we, we need to get to print it out. So I'm like, okay, we needed to do it in the summer, but we're just like two days and we're done, right? We're printing that out, right? Fabulous. So that, that was just, you know, it, and it even wasn't about the money that we have to like gather to actually print the book, but it was about the supporting community, you know, people like emailing me, like, I'm going to, you know, buy the book tomorrow because, you know, I need to go to the office. And, but I just, just, just in case I just want it in case somebody just would buy it before me, I just want yeah. it. And, you know, those, those stories that people share. And I was talking about, you know, the book was my dream. I was like carrying this book within me for, I don't know, five or six years talking about this, you know, that nobody warned me that it's going to be so hard when you have kids and still want to be a biz lady. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm laughing like a Gucci mama. You really want to be this fancy lady in high heel shoes, but have the kids at the same time. And yeah. nobody told me it's going to be so damn hard. And I said, okay, I need to write it in this book. I need to like warn those women that it's not only hard, but it's also fun. It's also, you know, doable. It's also like you can redefine yourself in a relationship. You can actually like, you know, change everything around you and you can dream it and then make it a reality. Nobody told me that you can do it this way. You actually pushed me to start dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. People are so inspired. And that's why we speak again and again, because people need to hear your story. So thank you so much for sharing. And I wish you all the best for your book launch. It is time to get it out there. 
Uh, all the mothers need to hear it. So I hope it's not just in Polish. Maybe we translate. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah, you know, because because it's going so well, I I am sure that's going to be a translation. I bet it's going to be translated, and you're also mentioned there. So I hope I'm going to make it, and then I'm going to send it over totally. So yeah, Absolutely. you've been fingers yeah, crossed. To, we, we need the translation. My Polish is not that good yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so you know, thank you so much. Thank you so much. If Agnieszka's stories inspired you then join the free five-day course it is not too late to join us we have a few live sessions still coming up and you can also catch up on the previous recordings go to the show notes at sick.com forward slash 443 where you will find a link to sign up thank you for listening to the sigrun show see you in the next episode and inside the five-day course mm-hmm.